Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. The first one of the year. It is the first podcast of 2022 for the Sliced Apples Podcast. And... You know, I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling like the start of something new. Pretty sure y'all. The start of something new. It feels so right to be here with you, Alex. And Alejandro, of course. Can't forget the other boy. I can't believe we made it less than 30 seconds into 2022 and you referencing High School Musical. It's impressive, honestly. I thought it would be sooner. I mean, or like a Taylor Swift. I'm feeling 22 reference. I mean, I mean, we nah, could keep going. I mean, uh, I I get it. You know, 2022. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. And eh, I'm not I'm not with that trend going on right now. I've seen it on the gram and whatnot. Not with the trend. I prefer. You know, I'm 25 now. Getting a little oh, too old for that. It's beneath you at this point. No, no, not beneath me. But it's just, it's supposed to be feeling 22 years old. So I'm gonna leave that for the 22 year olds to do that. Dude, I certainly don't feel 22, man. We got hit with this cold front over the weekend, and I keep asking my physical therapist, like, does it get better with my joints getting so tight from the cold, like an old person? And she said no it's like oh my god here we go the rest of my life if you're have you ever had one of those like facts where it's like man the rest of my life like diabetes like the rest of my life i'm gonna have this or like you know in this case like my joints every single time it's gonna get cold my joints are gonna just lock up every single time i can count on it until i die that's the first one i can think of that's hit me where i'm like man can't fix that one that sucks (laughs) (laughs) um I'm pretty sure Alejandro could relate to that too with the banged up knees. Um, Yeah, that doesn't sound, I already hate the cold as it is. If I had to deal with tight joints, I think uh, I would hate it even more. It's, it's funny because I don't hate the cold. And the reason being is I made this joke earlier, I think with somebody I was talking to like a client or something. And I was talking about my dog and they're like, oh my God, it's so cold, this and that, talking about the weather, which you know, you're at, you know, pinnacle of small talk if you're talking about the weather. Like you have reached the point that everybody else envies and you want to be at, which is weather conversation with your clients. Um, and I brought up that I don't really mind the cold because my dog has conditioned me to welcome the cold and be ready for it because that's when she gets all of her energy. I've conditioned her when it comes to eating at the right time, shitting outside, uh, not like screaming when I'm on the podcast or on the phone, Uh, like basically just conditioned her to all these different things. And I've realized today, actually, that she conditioned me to be able to walk in the cold. That being said, I walked her twice today and earlier today when I was walking her and the wind was hitting me in the face. It was 32 degrees. I was not happy about it. Not to say that I regretted it. I just wasn't happy that Willow had dragged me out there. So 
cold is love and hate relationship i love the fact how you added me on the uh the apple watch activity yeah and now i gotta get all these alex declare yeah finished a walk yeah declare just finished a cycle i'm just like alex could declare could go fuck off while i'm (laughs) sitting on the couch like eating mcdonald's (laughs) there is there is like a line with that stuff right like i want to track my walk so i know how far i'm walking the dog to like progressively grow uh, like to to i guess go up in distance and i don't know how to do that without pinging everybody that's in my apple community that i just went on a half mile walk at 2 30 p.m like who gives a shit i don't even give a shit i don't want to notify y'all but i can't help it so yeah, like if I'm in the gym at 7:30, I'm trying to flex on you. Yeah, absolutely. But walking my dog, you know, 0.4 miles at 2:30, no, I'm not trying to flex. I I wonder if it does like it'll recognize a drunk walk 2:30 a.m. and it's just like, are you walking? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> David Canelo just completed a walk. Three in the morning, dude. What the Three hell? Three in the doing? morning. <laughs> Where's he walking? Dude, I saw you went on one that was like two miles. Like the first day I added you, I was like, okay, like David's a walker. Like I like this. He's not only 25, he's 50 because he enjoys his walks at, his, at evening. That's what he does. <laughs> Mia two miles, me, dude. Me asked me to go and I always say no. So I was like, eh, you know, I was feeling the New Year's spirit. And I was like, why don't I just go with her this one time, you know? I love walking, dude. Walking is so underrated to me, like hugely underrated. I love walking. I I, I said to Lizzie the other night, I think the only thing that I've been consistent in in my entire life for at least, the, I say entire life, for its entire lifespan, the last seven years of owning Willow is walking Willow at least once a day, if not once every other day. Like always have, love it, will continue to do it. I now walk her like twice a day. So I love walking, but I don't want to ding you every single time I do a walk. So there has hey, to be some it, kind of settings or something. I don't know. I, I have some people on there that I've met at the gym that I'm friends with, and they'll post workouts at like whatever time. But when I go into the gym, I don't know if the calorie deal is off for me because like I walk out of the gym burning like 400 calories. I'm like, that can't be right. Like I've been here for an hour. Like that can't be right. And then I'll look and some of these guys will like get a ding. It'll be, you know, he's been working out for an hour and a half and you burn 2,400 calories. I'm like, 2,400 calories? What is he doing? Jumping jacks on his hands? I mean, my God. So at least you're not getting dinged with that because that just makes you feel bad. It makes you feel like you're not doing enough. Nah, so. If you don't care, you just don't care, bro. It's just Fair funny enough. seeing like, huh, Alex is on a walk again. Oh, Alex is cycling. Ooh. Fancy. it's this it's Good the same thing as the find my friends though do you did you ever get into that either y'all ever get into the find my friends thing where you're like i have to add all my friends and know where they are at all times i mean i have alejandro on them. <laughs> i don't even have you david i have i don't think i have anybody actually Just, i don't know <laughs> i don't really uh, want anybody knowing where i'm at find my friends is convenient though like if, if you if you made plans with somebody and you like oh, oh fuck like where are they at you just oh they're two minutes away it's so convenient it is it is okay let me ask you this then do y'all do snapchat when it asks for the location do y'all share your like location or whatever no i, I think I they have it on but i don't check it 
Yeah, I, I have it on too, but the thing about that one is it only updates it when you get on Snapchat. I yeah. Get on Snapchat, so it's not constantly updating. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense because both of y'all were ragging on me last week about how you can't post too much on your Snapchat or else somebody will rob you and you're telling me you have your location on Snapchat, which is even more invasive than just a picture of what you own. So I don't understand your logic at all. I set you up big time on that. Come on. Yeah, I, I took my location off Snapchat. That's n- number one. I'm not having anybody know where I am on like an app like that. That's like Instagram. Like somebody know where you're at on Instagram. That's crazy. Never. Yes and no. Point. Yes and yes no and what? No. Come on. Because we ain't flexing on the Snapchat, bro. But you're worried about people robbing you and you've well, got your location I on. I never said <laughs> I was worried about people robbing me. <laughs> but you don't because I don't flex on yeah. the Snapchat. Ridiculous. Oh my yeah. God. What a loophole. You should have been a lawyer. <laughs> or a politician. Or a politician. That's fair. I mean, I, I, it's one thing if I flex and have my location on there, but I don't flex. I probably should take my location off of there. I just never, I, I mean, I had it on there just, just cause the what? Day, just back in the day. Like I never really thought of, cause it's not before when it was a first, when it was a feature at first, they had it like right there in your face, like snap, map, yeah. snap, map, snap map. But now that it's kind of a little older on the older side, it, it they don't bring it up to your face as much so i i totally forget about it because you have to like slide what twice to the left or something like that i now? don't know i don't know you have to, it used to be a lot easier a lot more accessible before so i just forgot about it but yeah don't flex there's on the no snapchat. excuse there's no don't excuse flex on the snapchat like i saw a video actually on twitter of the, at the pistons game they were all flexing like it was a swag cam train um there's train was 2022 a, i don't know swag cam and they're flexing you know their jewelry all their diamonds and stuff and i'm just like oh my god they asking to get robbed come on i just like i don't get that i don't i don't get i don't get that side of things and I'm, i guess i'm okay not understanding that side of things because because you you're lucky if you don't understand that you're 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 pretty lucky man you grew up in a good side of town good neighborhood hey if you want to keep shitting on where you came from i'm gonna let you keep doing that how about that how about 2022 if you want to keep saying you're from the hood and shit on your neighborhood by all means i lived in a great part of town i loved where i lived i could walk on the street at night loved it if you want to keep shitting on where you're from by all means if you feel like you build some sort of credibility or level of swag or clout from that please keep going I'm just, I'm just giving you, I'm house. giving, I'm just giving, giving it to you how it is. I'm just re- okay telling you how it was, man. I'm just. I, well, I'm sorry I mean, that your house sucked. You want a hug? Is everything all right? Is I'm, it okay? I'm fine. I'm okay. Fine now. Just making sure. Now. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so. One of the things that I've noticed in my neighborhood is, and it's funny, I love this podcast for a lot of reasons, but one of them is we go through life, like we're, we're all 25, 26 year olds. So we all kind of like learn new things about how to be adults or how to like properly operate in this world, basically. Uh, and y'all get like a inside look at us being kind of dumb and what we do on a daily basis. But one of the things I've noticed and uh, first year, I've set up Christmas decorations. So 
my initial or my question to my parents was, okay, now I've got my Christmas decorations set up, you know, appropriately after Thanksgiving before Christmas, you know, first week of December, like you're supposed to. If you have like a shitload, you can get going before Thanksgiving by all means. But when you take them down, right? And my parents told me, one one set of my parents told me, around New Year's is kind of like when you're supposed to take them down. That's like the appropriate time span. Now, I had a full opportunity yesterday, clean slate, nothing to do all day, just watched football and chilled. Could have taken down my Christmas decorations. I looked around my neighborhood, noticed nobody else was, and I like my Christmas tree because it's the first year I've had a full Christmas tree with all the lights and shit. So I want to keep it up. So at what point, I guess, first of all, David, have y'all taken down your Christmas decorations now that we're sitting here January 3rd? We just did today, actually. Oh, man. Awkward. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) honestly, if it was up to me, I think December 24th, you got to take it down. What? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Before Christmas? (laughs) I'm joking. No, I, I think New Year's, like... I think the Monday after New Year's is kind of like, all right, you got to you got to move on because it, it like this year, New Year's was on a Saturday. So Sunday, even though it's January 2nd, is still appropriate because it's still the weekend, still off of work, still holidays. Once you once Monday strikes, you got to go back to work. The kids got to go back to school. You take them suckers down because it's done with it's over. The jolly good holidays, it's over. It's time for the new year to strike in and time to be depressed again. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, is January a tough month for you? No. I kind of like January. January, Except I hate the gym this time of year. Oh, oh my God. God. Dude, oh, my God. Too. Fuck. Horrible. David, I know you're not a big gym goer, but my David God. Is- David hates the gym year round. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> but it sucks for, it sucks like, if I'm being selfish, it sucks for me because I just started in the beginning of December going back. And now we're here in January and everybody's like, you know what? I'm going to start my new two week resolution of going to the gym, doing the best I can. They're going to wake up sore after a couple workouts, be like, you know what? I put in my fit for this year. I'm good. And they're going to quit. But those first two weeks, People like me trying to build that consistency. We're in like week three right now. We're trying to get consistent. And there's people, we've got seven exercise bikes, and I got somebody waiting when I show up this morning. How does that work? How do we have seven exercise bikes, and there's a dude standing there waiting? He's like on his phone, like hanging out. Like, all right, well, I'm never going to get my workout in anymore. So January is the worst time of the month for the gym. Besides well, that. Well, well. I can't get my workout in. I'm Alex DeClaire. Wah, wah, wah. David might be depressed, Alejandro. I think. Yeah, is, is, is everything okay some, at home today? You need some PTO, man. Is everything all right? Man, it's all Gucci on the hood over here. Um, you no, don't let, live let, in the hood. I know. <laughs> Not anymore. I, I, that was just, I just meant it, it meant it's Gucci over here. I didn't mean like it was just. A part of the saying but is it like cool to live in the hood is that like something that people aspire to do with like i'm from the hood like well, I, I mean love, alejandro's like, still in the hood so <laughs> alejandro are you in the hood okay that's right no. dude you're right down the street from <laughs> i'm not even I'm, <laughs> i was about I'm, to reveal this man's location <laughs> yeah don't geolocate him <laughs> I'm, I'm two minutes further away dude i'm good now 
Oh, okay. You still from the V <laughs> down the street from the VM, bro. Dude, I went back there about a few months ago for the first time in a long time. And I was just like, oh my God. This is like this used to be normal for me. Like this is I couldn't live here. Peasants. <laughs> Peasants everywhere. I wouldn't say <laughs> no. That's that's see, I I have character, high character and morals, so I don't think like that. <laughs> but you were the one that just said <laughs> how does that but, work? But Okay, whatever. But I, I that just it wouldn't be the spot that I would live in. Did you feel unsafe this time or what? It it just wasn't it just wasn't my cup of tea anymore. You know what I mean? Like anymore. I I mean <laughs> at, at one point in time it was your cup of tea, like yeah. I, I yeah, I guess. You're I like mean, you're like, fuck yeah, I live in the hood, I wear and one shorts and wife beaters, <laughs> it's what I do every day. Like, let's go. Is that like? Well, I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we would never wear and ones, dude, bro. That's how you get and ones used bro. to be the shit, dude. And ones used to be the shit, not the that's shoes. I know how out of touch you are. You just said and ones. You would have been the kid getting clowned every <laughs> single day. <laughs> okay, you're telling me and ones wasn't a top selling brand in the early two thousands. Uh, mean, uh, not, not in our hood. If I'm not mistaken, it was owned by Walmart, so it was definitely a top-selling brand, and it definitely was very popular in the early 2000s. Well, see, Whether or not see, it was like clout, like Jordan, no. But see, come on, how about that reference? Hood, it's a pretty good reference. Even in the hood, you wore N ones. You got clowned for being a broke boy, which is kind of ironic thinking about it. <laughs> I don't think you lived in the hood then. <laughs> like yeah. what? I, yeah, okay. Misconception. We we were not like hood hood, dude. It, like raising like trailer parks and shit like that no dude it was just thank you <laughs> it, it was just a little, little bit of more crime than than uh your side of town just it was a little, little, little bit more uh hood okay fine it's it's fine you're proud to live in the hood go live in the hood love the hood look, go for look, it look it's not it and ones and wife beaters love it it wasn't and ones and wife beaters it's not trailer park trash or anything we did have to go through metal detectors in all our schools every day. Hey, apparently so, that's not common. Yeah, that it's isn't not. common. I thought that was common. Like more no. recently, it became. But like when we were like back, no, dude. Like when I used every, to tell people, like, yeah, we went to metal detectors. I'm like, well, you went through metal detectors. What kind of school you went to? And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, when sheesh. I came, I realized that when I came to A and M, everybody would always give me the same look. Like, oh man, this guy here. Shit, you you must been through a lot. You must be on that scholarship, aren't you? <laughs> crazy, crazy. Well, I think I'm gonna hold out on the Christmas decorations to pull away from the N ones and wife beaters. I think I'm gonna hold well, out on the Christmas decorations. Be the last one. I like my tree too much. Well, according to the the Almighty Google, All the, the the correct uh, Christmas tradition is January fifth or sixth. So you still got a couple of days. Oh. I'll probably tear it down one day. I'll be like on my meds and just want to tear it down or something like that. Mid of March. I know, right? February. Probably. Gotta love it, right? Gotta love it. Mm. You you know the there's like permanent uh Christmas lights. So you know how yeah, so there's so you can put lights like in the soffit where hidden. 
So then you can have them year round. Uh. Whenever, whenever it's Christmas time, you turn them bad boys on. It's, it's a jolly old time, dude. It's awesome. They're super cool. And then, I mean, LEDs change a lot of things now, but dude, yeah. super, super bright, super cool year round. Awesome. I've got like, I've got some like, uh, I guess like stick lights that lead up my walkway in the front. And I'm kind of looking at them like, man, they are Christmas decorations, but I really like them. But I can't do that, dude. Can't do that. Like, there's there's parts of me that in college it would have been cool and like acceptable, or even I mean, maybe it wasn't cool and acceptable. Maybe it was looked down upon. But I thought it was cool and acceptable. And I have to like distance myself from those things and be a reputable citizen of the of the United States and do the best I can to fit in. And having Christmas decorations up until March is probably not one of those things, despite my better interests. I think I think it shows a lack of I think it shows some kind of mental illness, mental disorder. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you, you just can't let go of things. Yeah. And, and you might need some therapy. Talk to okay. a therapist if you're mm-hmm. leaving your Christmas decorations that long. I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. I love the holidays. But each holiday slash season needs to be cherished, enjoyed. And then when it's over, it's over. Mm. We're in January now. It's mm. 2022. Moving on. And, you know, February's coming. Valentine's Day is around the corner. Start looking towards Why that. don't we do decorations for Valentine's Day? Is that because it's, like, intimate? Or, like... Wait, who... who I mean... I mean, the, I'm talking, like, miss, outside. I'm talking, like, outside the house. I know. Like, inside the house, you do, like, shit with red or whatever. I mean, I probably won't. Maybe I will. I don't know. You never know nowadays. Uh, but out front, like you don't do anything for you don't do like red lights or anything like that. I mean, because Easter, you don't do lights either. You, you just don't because nobody is going to go through the hassle of putting up lights for every specific holiday. That's you know true. how much of a pain in the ass that is. But it's then, but, but then you hit October, which is the tenth month, and then you make. Those lights, and you turn around and you do the lights for Christmas two months later. So, like, what? Not even two months later, like less than a month later. So, what's up with that? Come on, you're well, tearing one down. E- you're well, setting up not another. Everybody does lights for Halloween. You do more stuff in the front. It's more yard. annoying shit. Like you put like shit in the bushes and all that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like oh. that. That stuff you get is scared. Is that is that what it is? Stuff. Are you okay? You? Like, is your scared? is everything all right? I'm asking Jeez. you, is everything all right? Violence this year. Jeez. Wham, 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 the gym. I get scared when people put stuff in the bushes during Halloween, <laughs> during my walk, during my two walks per day, <laughs> when my joints aren't the best. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, when I do take the walk, people, it, it is funny walking Willow. People will walk on the other side of the road. They'll, t- they'll just see her from a quarter block away and just like, you know, full on beeline to the other side of the road and just walk not even close to her. So, but you're talking about mental illness and like you're doing all this therapy shit. You should call your boy, Mr. AB. Always broke. Oh, sorry, not always broke. Antonio Brown, Antonio Bye Bye, Antonio Buck No More, Antonio, I don't know. <laughs> this man pulled a Vince Young and took his pads off and threw it in the stands. 
or he didn't. He threw it down, and then if you saw the way it was sitting, it almost set like the Thanos thing. I saw that meme. That was funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then takes off his shirt when he's in you know New York, and it's God knows what temperature, and his gloves for good measure. I don't know, like just with stripping, I guess. He don't. He doesn't need them anymore. And then he. <laughs> And then he runs across the field and is given the peace sign to the Jets fans. What do you have to say for yourself? For me, myself? Yeah, you, yourself. After you're questioning me about mental health and all this and your favorite receiver here. My favorite receiver. Your right. favorite receiver, I don't, Mr. I don't Defense. Know about favorite receiver. It's just I've had his back. Okay. When you guys were tearing him down. And you know what? As of recent, until the fake vax card, like there was a period in time where I was like, you know what? I'm kind of pro Antonio Brown right now. Like I'm kind of on board. And then he did the fake vaccine vaccine card, which by the way is a felony. It's hilarious that he didn't get arrested for that. And now on top of that, now he's doing this. And I guess, what do you have to say for yourself? What do you have to say for your boy? Look, man. Remember that game, the Steelers versus the Bengals, when uh, perfect. You're not seriously going to blame this on that. Come on. You have literally never, ever blamed anything on CTE. Ever. He he hit him pretty hard. It all went downhill from there on. It's not a coincidence. Um, But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the inner workings over there. Um, You know, Tom Tom Brady, even the post-game press conference, kind of had his back. Um, expressing sympathy, empathy. He didn't have his him. back. I watched that. He did not even close to have his back. He well, felt he bad he, for he, him. Hopefully, he gets the help he needs. And like, yeah, da 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 da. Having his back is like defending him. Like you're trying no, to do. No, I I I could be like, yeah, Alex sucks at fantasy football, and he does need to, you know, go back to the drawing board and blah blah blah. I got your back, but I'm not going to defend the fact that you suck at fantasy football like you do. So I can't do anything about that, but I will have your back by supporting, by supporting. Dude, why are you showing like late? The score to our game where I beat you 129, 160. It's okay. Well, first of all, I still got a kid to play, but. Oh, I mean, who's, oh, you who's, still who's, got a kicker to play. You're so full who, of shit today. Who you who woke up and just started playing? shoving shit inside you, dude. You are so Bro, full of it of, today. So full of, of it. The fact that you even still look at that. I haven't looked at that that app since today. Is that today? Oh my god! What are you still doing looking at the fantasy football app? Well, David, it's fantasy football playoffs. I haven't looked at that app. I don't. Look You're not that. in the playoffs. We're all in the playoffs. That's why no, it's weird. We're you know, technically you know, still playing. Look, I know you're you're constantly you're a resident of the last place, and so you are this is actually your play- last place. Like this I don't understand where you. I understand. You, you don't know anything about playoffs. This is you your lost playoff. to me. You are you are the worst in the league, and you're still I talking beat shit. You. You're no, in a regular you, season. Yeah, and then I beat you the last game of the season. Congratulations. The last game of the season? The playoffs? That it's not the playoffs. playoffs. Well, we're still playing. Who, yeah, for who gives a fuck? Okay, well, it's the last game of the season. I beat who, you. 
I've actually won a championship, so I know what playoffs actually look like. I know you actually won a championship. I love you haven't done that. So this is your the losers bracket is your playoffs, and I understand and I sympathize with you and I have your back. Okay, but as far as I'm concerned, we ended up with the same record, and I beat you head to head during the regular season. Therefore, you're in last place. (laughs) Okay, you're the 10th seed, and I just beat you in the quote-unquote consolation playoffs, whatever you want to call it. So the, you're the 10th seed. That's that's fine. I'm the 9th seed. I'm not proud of it, but you sitting here trying to shit on me is hilarious. It's like a 5'2 dude calling a 5' flat dude short. You're like, you're short, dude. It's like, yeah, but you're 5'2". Like, come on. Like, what are you doing? So, yeah, yeah you're 10th seed, a- and I beat you by 40 points. So you can keep talking. It's fine. Record will show. the loser's bracket game. <laughs> Wait, what did Pablo say in the group message? He said, "You, I don't, I don't even check that thing anymore." But what, what was it? You're scoring. Even you're scoring without a keeper. But congrats, though. Hey, I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna let you have it. Oh, I'll let funny. you have it. Oh, uh, I love how you're able. Like you almost make people believe that like you're not the tenth seed. But then I just post the picture of you being the tenth seed, and it's like, okay, like what's your defense? I don't know what to say. Dude, as far as I'm concerned, oh. Alejandro, I'm speaking Alejandro. We're both the same record, right? <laughs> I need you to like say yes to <laughs> confirm that you heard me. This is, he needs this. No, confirm this. He needs this. Okay, yes. Okay, we're both the same record. We faced one time in the regular season. I beat him. He did. We're both He's four beat. and ten. <laughs> Therefore. He's in last place. <laughs> no, nah, the brackets show that he's above you. What? If he's beating it's... you now, he's above you now, right? Dude, yeah, actually, actually no, you know what? I actually, don't even check. Actually, I, I beat you twice in the consolation ladder. I beat you the first week we played, and then I beat you <laughs> last week. So technically, I beat you twice. Oh, my and God. You beat me in the loser's bracket. Jesus. You're talking oh about, you're talking about... I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. I must be the worst fantasy football player ever. He no, beat me in the loser's bracket. That's, that's me. I'm the worst. <laughs> but, yeah, you are the 10th seed, and I did beat you twice. It. Can't yeah, believe uh, I haven't checked my needle in like two weeks. In the two because you're in a loser's league. bracket, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah <laughs> exactly. Like, Thank you very yeah. much. I know. Look, and then, and then it's funny because Alex is only in two leagues, and he likes to, to brag about the one that's free and no one pays attention to. But since you're in two leagues, you know, people like me, oh. we're in three, four, five oh, leagues. Okay. The other ones actually pay money, so no one pays attention to that free league. So the, the league that's about our podcast. Yes. That, okay. That's that's good marketing, David. Nice no, no, it's it's cause <laughs> it's because the winner gets to host an episode of Sliced Apples. So mm. how rude of me would it be to go out there and just dominate and then be able to host my own show? Like, come on, bro. We gotta let people win. I'm join all us all next year. The, yeah, I'm join join us next year. I'm off. Were we really? Were oh, we really care about it? <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, on that like, one, I screwed on. up by not changing the free agent. Uh, yeah, that just sucked. That I didn't like sucked. that. So it it that that turned me off from the beginning because I totally forgot about it and I couldn't change it after it was brought up to me. Yeah, ESPN didn't let me change it to the regular waiver wire thing, and I was just like, well. I'm not going to pick up people until it stops asking me about the, the money thing. I'll just pick up people on Thursday or whatever, whenever yeah. it ends. 
Yeah, that is so. shitty. The the auctioning players, the free agent yeah. auction is terrible. Absolutely. By the way, speaking of which, T Mill, real deal. I don't think it's official, official, but I mean it's T Mill, real deal. He won. He won the league. Congratulations, Tyler. <laughs> Congratulations, Congratulations, Tyler. Uh, step up to claim your prize as the the host of uh, a Sliced Apples podcast episode. Y'all remember last year, Orion? We had a dilly dally with him. Um, but yeah, that was that was really fun. I enjoyed that episode a lot. That was a lot of fun. So definitely step up. Good job, Tyler. Good W. D- David doesn't care. I, d- I don't know what David cares about. All I know is that if he assumes it's a certain way, it's it's that way. It's written in law. You know, as this far is- as he is concerned, he is not the tenth seed. He did not lose to me twice. Consolation bracket really doesn't matter, and so none of those games matter. And the two fans league doesn't matter. That's that's what I gathered from this. Two fans, you can respond on Twitter at Alex Claire what you think. <laughs> but let's go back to mental illness, bro. How about that? Let's go back to your boy mental illness, Mr. Mental Illness. Always broken. Oh no, that's AD. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Go for it. I think I think we should clarify like the stories that are going around on it because there's a couple ones that are kind of so there's there's the one where where uh, he was saying that he was too injured to go back in. And they kept telling him, like, uh, hey, go back in, go back in. And he was like, no, like, I guess my ankle hurts. And then there's there's also the one where where um, he, he, uh, the the catches to get the money. Yeah. That he was re- he really wanted to get it. And then there was one that they also reported that he went up to Tom Brady because he started going to Rob Gansky. And he goes up to him and he goes, well, I guess you, you chose your boy. I guess you're throwing back to your boy, which is ridiculous ridiculous all, all of those are ridiculous honestly I, that, that last story is definitely ridiculous because i mean they literally won a super bowl last year and they were all there yeah at least yeah, but the year. there was no he issue. comes back last game gets thrown 15 times catches 10 this game starts you know the matchup is just going for rob so he's going to rob rob's rob's doing him up you know ab wants to get the the, the money and it was reported that that uh that BA was telling him, like, hey, you know, we're going to get you in. We're going to get you your catches. We're going to get you your incentives. So, like, the whole thing of, like, oh, you know, they didn't want to give me my money, that one's out the window because, I mean, it's Tom Brady. Last year he did the same shit. He force-fed him so he could give him his money. Yeah. On on top of the fact that it was, like, he needed 33 or 55 yards, and then yeah. he needed three or five catches. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, and one touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. And yep. he has a whole other game next week, or he did before he did all this next week. So silly. I think we know which one came out of his camp, though. The first one that you said, you say that one again, because I honestly forgot it. Yeah, the injury one. So, oh, yeah, where he was too injured to play and they wanted him to go back and they were going to force him to go back in as their two dominant receivers are already injured. So they're just going to force their third one to get injured, which that sounds like it's, him. it's a little bit contradictory, like. Did you want them to play you and get your money, or did you not want to play because? Like, wh- yeah. which one is it? Yeah, it's just I I don't know about all that. That's silly. He's I mean he's always been the guy that I think needs to be in the limelight, like the savior. I think Skip. I actually listened to Skip and Shannon this morning, and they did a really good job. And I think Skip was the one that said this, where he has to be the savior of the organization. Like he has to be the guy. And when he wasn't the guy which is why it honestly makes the most sense for, I think, the third one you said about Tom Brady going up to Rob Gronkowski and saying that's his guy. That's the one that makes the most sense out of the three. 
AB going to to uh to Tom Brady. Yeah, to Tom Brady. That's yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Sorry. Uh but, but that was it, I don't I think they're all ridiculous though, David. I mean, where where was all this um like last year? You yeah. Know, if he's such a if he's such a diva, he wouldn't have lasted this long without yeah. something popping up. Now, what I do believe is that <clears throat> there was something about because of his when he returned from his suspension that the team was kind of like weird, different yeah. because, because of the fake vaccination card thing. Um, now, that I could probably believe that seems more believable. Yeah. Um, relationships aren't really seeing seeming the same. And, you know, it's it's something to throw off his uh, equilibrium and force an event event like have small things that force the event that happened this past Sunday. So I think that sure is way more believable. Um yeah, I mean I don't I don't know man. He just it was pretty funny. Gave us a viral moment. That was that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah but um, I mean why wouldn't they feel like a little bit indifferent? Like I mean they're all on the same page about like hey the main goal of this is of us to like put in work. And win the Super Bowl, and win then the him, Super Bowl, yeah. and then him faking all that kind of puts that in jeopardy. Like it jeopardizes that. Like man, like hey, dude, like we all take this serious. I, I would feel some type of way of him doing all that shit. Like you're jeopardizing the the season, dude. Like well, what if he wouldn't got suspended the whole, the rest of the year? I mean, he does play. He did play a vital role in the in the off. I mean, other than other than Rob, like that was his go to guy. I mean, Evans is, is cover. You know, he was force feeding the shit out of AB all season. Well, whenever he was there Sorry. in last season. Sorry that he's not Aaron Rodgers. Couldn't finesse the loophole, being like, "I am, I am immunized." immunized. Whatever the fuck he said to kind of loophole himself out of that shit. Um, he, to a certain extent, you can't really blame him, especially the way the NFL was cracking down before the season started um, about the vaccines and whatnot. And you so know, I can't blame him for what? For for. Have to do something if, if 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 he didn't like if he didn't want to get the vaccine, I don't blame him for doing something to where if he didn't want to get it, he didn't like just I guess for faking it, whatever. I don't blame him too much for faking it because the NFL is cracking down about the vaccines. It's and uh-huh. it's it's Antonio. You gotta realize, guys, this is Antonio Brown. That's where they're, we differ. Look, they looked at differently. First of all, Antonio Brown wouldn't oh. be smart enough. Antonio Brown wouldn't be smart enough to be like, "I am immunized," or whatever. So it's a it's a race thing, is what you're saying. Is that what you're saying? Yes and no. Interesting. As far as that aspect goes, I mean he, I mean he has to go the e- little extra mile, um, in faking a verification card. I mean, I'm not trying to make this totally a race issue, but there yeah. is a. There is a, a difference from how the NFL would treat Aaron Rodgers versus how the NFL would treat AB. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, his track record is what it is, but still it's essentially this sort of the same thing, except um, Antonio Brown lied on a written, you know, government, I guess, yeah. thingy, whatever, versus Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how they did. I, I, first of all, how did Aaron Rodgers say i'm immunized on the you know on a on a press conference or whatever it was did he, the nfl he, not did the nfl not look for any paperwork well, with that or they just took his word for that 
Well, apparently they knew the whole time that that he was. That the he whole thing was, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he didn't really like lie, lie. He just he was running truth. from the court of public opinion. Is what yeah. he was doing. He didn't want the court of public opinion to yeah. you know force him into a decision he didn't want to make. He went about it, I think, in a really smart way. Just everybody at the end of the day looked at it and was like, "You're incredibly selfish. Like you don't care about anybody else." Yada yada yada. I was like, "Well, you know." unfortunately i like i don't want to defend what you're saying but in a way i understand what you're saying where if you really don't want to get the vaccine and your employer is requiring it but you really really for whatever personal reasons don't want it you got to kind of get creative on how you're going to avoid it and both of them got creative i think aaron did it in a smarter way well the thing is aaron there's more leeway for aaron you know because just because he's a he's a quarterback he's a quarterback yeah tom brady he's a quarterback yeah Antonio Brown is kind of like you're just a, you're just one of three wide receivers in a great you know, but also with, uh, Chris like Godwin and Mike Evans. It's kind of like it's but it's the Josh Gordon thing. Like you know how many times do we give this guy a chance before we're just like okay, like there's something wrong. Like Josh Gordon manned up and went to rehab if I remember correctly, and Antonio Brown, dude. Like I mean this sincerely. Like this dude needs help. Like mental help. Because you don't like like you, we're all saying like it doesn't make any sense. Like, how do you go from 10 targets or 15 targets, 10 receptions the week before having over 100 yards receiving? David, you had him on your fantasy team. He went he went ballistic, didn't he? That was like 101. Yeah, he I mean, for his standard, it was pretty good. And now we're you know, he he's upset because of a reason we don't know. And he's throwing pads like Vince Young, like and he's. Because again, I like to remind people that Vince Young, when he was with the Titans, did take his pads off and throw them into the stands. Um, and I mean, running and giving the peace sign in the New York Jets. I mean, how I, I'm sorry, I have to say, but how much does that show? It's just like, OK, B, it's all about you. Like you only care about you at the end of the day. Like, I don't want to hear any more about he cares about winning. He cares about this, dude. The actions, he there's too much. I've got a Reddit piece right here of probably 30 bullet points that I would say a majority of them we could fact check and would be correct of him doing bullshit that's just like, why? Like, that's not team-oriented. That's not win-oriented. Like, what are you doing? Is it, I don't know. Is it, is it weird, though, that it all started on that, like, that week 17 with the, his last season with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Like, I swear to you, from my memory, before that, you never heard any kind of drama from Antonio Brown. There was no prima donna, oh, Antonio Brown's a diva, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he had some weird haircuts. Well, but I mean, the, the, the first thing that set off everything was that week 17, he got, you know, benched for that game because he – something with the teammate and practice, whatever. And then it all just, like, spiraled downhill from there. And I'm kind of curious. It's just weird. It's one thing for, like, if we look at a Terrell Owens or something. Not that Terrell Owens, like, prima donna was on that level. But Terrell nobody Owens, has ever been on this level, I don't think. Terrell, like, Owens this was level? Con- Terrell Owens was consistent throughout his career on how the way he reacted, the way he acted. So it was like, oh, it's T.O. being T.O. That he's, 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 diff- he's, he's just a different person. Antonio Brown, though, like up until I don't, I don't know what year that is. I think I want to say 2016, 2016 yeah. 
that last season with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Up until 2016, he, what we now know him as, he wasn't that guy. I mean, like I said, he had weird haircuts. That was the weirdest thing, like outlandish thing about Antonio Brown up until that last week where all the drama ensued and then the whole thing, he got traded to the Raiders and then the cryo and then the helmet issue and then he got traded from there to the Patriots and the sexual assault allegations, da, 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 you know, when it rains, it pours, but is that's, that's the weird thing personally for me, because, you know, you want to characterize this guy, you want to label, him, but it, it's just weird. That inconsistency of nothing happening, him being one of the greatest receivers in the league season in season out, no problems with him up until 2016, that last couple of weeks. Well, I also think you, you kind of dismiss a little bit, like a little bit of divaness on receivers. So because receivers are known like to be a little bit diva, he just kind of yeah. took it. He just took it way overboard throughout the years. But I, I mean, we we talked about a uh, t- Tom Brady's post game saying uh, that, that we all care for him, and I mean, it's it's hard not to to uh, to agree with that and see that because I mean, BA Brissarians didn't want him at first. You know, he was like, hey, there's no here yeah and then you, you know you know you have somebody like tom brady like no i want a guy here you know, we're gonna do great things with him and of course they go and win the super bowl and then i mean you have evans on the sideline like hey dude like come on there's multiple people like hey dude not like come on dude let's finish the game let's do this hey don't worry about it like trying to calm him down and it's it's obvious that a lot of people on the team and it's not like they're just like small role people big role people really care about this man dude and it's it sucks to see that he pretty much quit and i mean if you're Tom Brady, you have to feel away. You, you pretty much, you, you, you gave everything like, hey, no, it's gonna work out. You know, it's gonna be fine. He's gonna be, and he just walks out on them. I mean, that really sucks, man. Yeah, and I, I'm. That's another thing I'm very curious about because ever since he joined the Bucks, he's been, I mean, it, he's been just out of the news, I guess you could say. I mean, up until the vaccination thing, he got injured. He injured his ankle, and then. The whole vaccination thing came out, which was okay. Like that's kind of BS, but you know it. You know he wasn't the only person to get caught with that. But you know it's not. It's not something AB being a prima donna or a diva kind of thing. It was just one of those where, which that's what I was trying to explain earlier. It's just that issue that he got suspended for was just. Uh, it, it wasn't I, I do you guys get what i'm saying it wasn't like a oh i'm i'm ab i'm gonna show out and like essentially did what he just did sunday he didn't do anything stupid like that i mean he did do something stupid but it was just everything that i've ever seen that's negative news is him like it's 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 centered around him like he's all about him and it's amazing this like reddit piece titled a list of every ab drama incident it was posted two years ago so it stopped august or yeah august of 2019 but it's like every single thing that's said here like i've fact checked a majority of them and they're pretty consistent so i i mean do y'all remember when he entered the raiders training camp in a hot air balloon like, i think so yeah because they were on hard knocks that year i believe yeah like why like what what is that's that's like look at me look at me i'm in a hot air balloon there's, Why did he post a video of a 
conversation he had with John Gruden on YouTube and then do all this laughing and bullshit. I remember especially being pissed about that. Yeah, like, look at me, look at too. me. And it's a comment before he took that hit. There's two things listed here. Uh, I don't remember this one, but he it kicks Spencer landing in the face during a punt return. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know like- if that was intentional or not, but I do remember this. Uh, a month before he took that hit, he said in the interview, his name was Ronald Ocean. Do you all remember that? And it's like the explanation's top secret. And he started getting really kind of weird. And. Again, I like we'll never know. Like that's that's the bottom line is we'll never know what goes on in his head. But what I do know is the list of things that he's done. And again, like I would love to believe this this guy is going to turn around and make a comeback and do all that. But I've believed that the last like four times he's done this, and I'm kind of <clears> over it because there's a slot on a team somewhere that I, for me it just goes down to this. Like if you're on a football team, a national football team you are looked up to as a role model. And if you're, you know, beating your kids, like there's, there's one here, he shoved his baby mom into the ground this time two years ago. I mean, like he called himself Mr. Big Chest after an Instagram workout. Y'all remember all that Mr. Big Chest. I remember specifically talking about that on this podcast. Him farting with the doctor. Yeah. Like I do remember that on hard dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was what what is the oh the juju thing was horrible when he when he took the USC tweet from Juju with the Instagram message and he sent it and he put it and he was like, look at this, like laughing, laughing. It's just it's all for attention on A B, like give me more attention. And I just think if we're gonna do a ten thousand foot analysis of this guy's mental health, it's gonna be whenever he reaches a point where he feels like he's the savior of the organization, which he definitely was with the Bucks, like 10 of 10 receptions, 15 targets. I mean, he was one of the, the next two receivers they have up. If you could list them, please like off, off the top of your head and you're not a Bucks fan. That's impressive. Scotty because, Miller. Um, well, Scotty Miller is, is Scotty Miller still playing for them or I thought he was yes. injured. Okay. Uh, um, Jones. But there's a there's a fifth round that they got this year, and I think it's a third round last year or something like that. So I mean, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin out. He's the dude. Gronk I is mean, old, so he's the dude. He rose to the top, and then guess what he does? He's not really the dude, so he needs to do something that he's the dude. This timeline is amazing, dude. It's every month since the start of 2018. Every single month he's done something. Every wait, single but, one. But wait, you just said... When he's not the dude, he needs to when he doesn't that. get that love, like 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 uh like Am said when he went up to Tom Brady in the game and allegedly said like Tom or like uh, uh Rob's your boy, you know this and that or you know oh they're not going to give me my catches like all this shit surrounds him like is about him. We need to be about me. Like, am I getting my money? Am I getting my targets? Am I doing this? It's not about like Tom's sitting there like, bro, like we're trying to win a Super Bowl. But that doesn't make any sense either because Chris Godwin's out. If anything, there's more room than there was before for him to be the guy. I, you're you're telling me, dude. Like I want I want to understand it. There's but nothing I don't to understand. The guy just needs help. <laughs> he needs help, and he continues to put himself in a position where just he's like a Josh horrible Gordon, role model. Josh Gordon needs help. Josh. Josh Gordon needs substance abuse help. Like, absolutely. But I will there be a team next year that makes a phone call to Antonio Brown? Absolutely. Like, there will be somebody. 
they'll be like a Rams or a Chargers or a Texans or so not even a Texans. Somebody who's making a playoff push, they're like, we can have this. We can control him. He's not a culture guy. Yeah, he isn't. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Texas, Texas, not shade. a culture guy. Okay. Uh, I'm like so on defense now since the beginning of this podcast. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> no, thinking I... you're like coming at me for something. I'm like, when did I say that? Like, let me look back. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, somebody will call him, man, but I just for for the betterment of the kids watching this sport, he doesn't need to be on a team anymore. Like he's not a good role model. He's a fantastic receiver. I love watching him play, just like I love watching Josh Gordon. Yeah, he is. But he doesn't need to be on a team, man. It's funny because somebody posted the route that he he the catch that he had before he came out and did all of that, and he ran a mean ass route, dude. Cornerback didn't know what to do. Yeah, caught the ball, got a little yak afterwards, and the dude was like, "Can you believe this man just ran this this route?" And then went to the sidelines and dipped right after. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love all the uh, what Vontae Davis is that is that the Bills player that retired midway through the game last year? Vontae <laughs> Davis, I think, was his yeah, name. I so that I love all the memes about him. Where it's like he stole my move, he stole my bars. I saw that meme everywhere today. Flow for flow, <laughs> he stole my bars. But the thing is, on. A little bit more of a positive note, or maybe less. I don't know. Dude, these college football playoffs, man. Semifinals. These teams got smoked. SEC, SEC, SEC. I was trying to tell Alex like a couple weeks ago, but he was on. No, you were. You were, and you were right, man. Mr. Alex Big Ten uh, declare. Here we go. He wants to shit on me some more. He didn't get it out earlier. Uh, I, dude. You can't talk to a, a single college football fan, not even Big Ten fan, college football fan, and tell me they expected Georgia to beat Michigan 34-11. Like, you can't find one for me. You can't. The spread was seven and a half. Like, they didn't score. I don't think they scored a touchdown until the second half. Yeah, because uh, halftime, it was 24-3. to um it was actually like that for a little while up until i think the fourth quarter fourth quarter yeah fourth quarter four minutes left they finally find the end zone i remember watching that yeah where they finally score where i was sitting there and i was like yelling like just score like not even for me i'm already ruined on the sliced apples episode but just for like anything like just to score just to like watch the fireworks go off or something never ever could I have imagined that Georgia would beat them that bad. I feel so, so, so stupid for picking them because Georgia is the best team in this year. They're the best team. I think, I don't think they'll beat Alabama in the, in the championship just because nobody beats Alabama on their best day. And Alabama always plays their best day championship day. So nobody beats Alabama on their best day. Well, I'm just saying they came to Texas A&M on their best day, and we beat them, but continue on. Unfortunately, it wasn't their best day, but we can keep saying it was it, it if we was. want to live that live that dream. Uh, no, dude, this is this is horrible. I it wasn't even a game. I don't even know what to, to say. It was so hard to watch. I mean, you're what a couple minutes into the game, and they're already up fourteen zero. 
back to yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, back to back, a trick play touchdown is here what it says, 14-0, eight minutes left in the first quarter. Dude, Bennett was throwing some dimes. He was. Dimes, dude, dude, he was. was. I remember texting you, I was like, oh my God, this dude just kind of just tossed it in the air so elegantly it went so high and then just dotted right in the receiver's chest. I was just like, man, that was yeah, after, that was pretty. After those the, those two drives, it just felt it felt over, and it was it was first quarter. And you're just like, well, uh, this let's dude, talk about. Go ahead, Alex. Go first. I, I was just gonna say it was they went at the start of the second. It was seventeen zero or fourteen zero. They add another three at twelve and a half in. At that point, they are just playing defense like they're just yeah. trying to make it to the final buzzer like they're not they're not even scoring the rest of it is just they they double that score they go to 34 but that's just because michigan's not playing any defense man did we did i drastically drastically overbelieve in the big 10 my god i mean wow well off ohio state that ohio state game and even watching ohio state almost lose to utah yeah utah was like on a run, I was like, okay, what's going on here? Like, Big Ten? Are you just, like, big fighters in between each other? And then, like, all of a sudden, you're Notre Dame? Like, is that what happens? Because Notre Dame sucks. Sucks. But yeah. it, nobody expected that. And it's funny because the offensive lineman of the Michigan wearing the shirts run the damn ball before the game, too. Oh, my God. I, you couldn't write a script better than that. I was just like, dude, y'all did all that just to get hit in the mouth by some SEC big boys, big country boys. You know what I mean? Um, I, I It's just it's just to show they had to put – Alabama and Georgia had to let them boys know around the country who the best conference – in NCAA is it is the SEC and there's there's not I'm pretty sure just in our division the SEC West could have get got like three or four teams in that SEC West that could have if not beat Michigan they could have competed to the last drive with Michigan including Texas A&M it's hard to argue at all or say anything but, negative towards that because but i would say sure looked like it this year the competition pool was it was literally alabama georgia and everybody else is just you know fine for scraps essentially uh yeah but you you just got to think about it georgia only has one loss that's to alabama alabama is alabama they only have one loss to wait who oh texas a&m <laughs> By the way, number one recruiting class of all time. Now that Harold oh, Perkins fine. committed on was it yesterday? Yesterday, the day before the Under Armour All American game, he committed to A and M. Number one outside linebacker in the country coming to A and M. Number one recruiting class of all time. Eat it, horns down. And oh, so anywho, um, <laughs> Alabama lost to Texas A and M. Um, and then Texas A&M lost to, yeah, three other, four other people. So it's just SEC, man. You just never know, man. They, they, we beat up on each other. So people think that, oh, we just don't got it anymore. And then especially these bowl games, we've been losing. But I'm like, dude, it's the South. I'm pretty sure half, half of these teams have COVID. 
they're depleted right now. It's the South. You, you know, we, we, we're, we, we don't wear masks, you know, vaccination is questionable. I love your excuses today. Your excuses are so abstract. I, I, it just, it is what it is. Is it a coincidence that the SEC teams are the ones getting depleted with the COVID? I don't, I don't see no, I don't see no USC. Are they even in a bowl game, by the way, in USC? <laughs> um, uh, I don't see these California teams getting depleted with uh, COVID. Well, I mean, everybody's getting depleted with COVID, to be fair. But I'm surprised that it didn't affect any of these semifinals, as far as I know, because I felt like that would have made it a big deal on the broadcast if it did. So congrats to these boys for staying safe being committed i feel bad for cincinnati and michigan because they probably were safe and committed and probably didn't see their family or whatever for the holidays to be safe and they got their ass whooped so apologies my respects dude i uh, you're right sec is the best and you know we're reminded of that and people who complain about oh you know why do we always have sec teams or why is it always alabama or georgia or ohio state or it's because they recruit the best, man. They got the best players. It's time that people realize that. And I think a better conversation for us is this weekend, when we're all texted back and forth. And I think you, David, asked the question, like, have these ever been competitive, these semifinals? And I don't think they ever have, but it kind of leads me to the question of all the people. And yes, if you're sitting out there listening, you know who you are who think you should expand the college football playoffs. This, to me, is just, sh- just shows that it would make no difference. The only difference it would truly make is COVID restrictions. Somebody gets COVID, has to be held out. Somebody gets injured, has to be held out. Or, I don't know, whatever else. A Chase Young Rose Bowl situation where he gets suspended for paying for his buddy's flight. Like, we're... I don't understand this expand. Let's let's take the top ten here. About this, so we got Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, and then it goes Notre Dame, Ohio State, Baylor, Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, Michigan State. Those ten are any of the six that I just listed: Notre Dame, Ohio State, Baylor, Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, or Michigan State beating Alabama or Georgia on their best day. It it, it it's a little hard to compare. It's it with impossible this year. to compare it, them. It, it, but it's it's hard to compare them with this year because this year far beyond any other year like the top two teams Alabama and Georgia have mm-hmm. are just so far and above everybody else at least before you had a competing Ohio State team a competing Clemson team you can make a case for I mean Notre Dame last year got into playoffs over AM. You could have even made a case like if it was an no. extended playoffs last year. If we go just last year, because that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. I mean, I we would have some good games if you A and M into the playoffs and whoever the hell else was buying them on a team last year. This year though, man, they Georgia and Alabama are just far above and beyond better than everybody else except for Texas A&M because we beat Alabama in October in Kyle Field. Um, so no, number it's, one team in the country. it's still the same thing, though. Like, you go back last year, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. 
So it's Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. But Ohio State only played six games, you remember? And we were pissed off. So really, it's Alabama, Clemson. Let's go to 2019. Guess who Not, it is? But but who but who who's the five six? Who's in the five? So, who's in the six? So we're at five a and m. Six mm-hmm. is Oklahoma. Florida okay. seven. Cincinnati eight. Georgia nine. Iowa State ten. Now, like it's here, it's just the same discussion though. It's like there's always like two or three blue blood like programs that are just better than they have better players, better coaches, better facilities, whatever it is. Yes, but. I guess if I were to argue on behalf of because there is a version of me that looked at these blowouts and said, this is a reason why we needed an expanded playoff. I know it's weird, but for some reason, that's where my head went to. And it's because you think of the NFL playoffs, like, for example, Green Bay just clinched the number one seed. Now, let's just say in the NFL playoffs, you just have to win one playoff game and then go you go to the Super Bowl and that's it. I feel like in this setting, Green Bay getting the number one seed, very much higher chance to win the Super Bowl. But that's not how the NFL playoffs work. You got to win. Well, they get the first round by. You got to win the divisional, the championship game. And then you get to the Super Bowl and got to win that. So I just think it would be a little different. I could be wrong if you make it. How whatever the New Year's, how many New Year's six bowls are there? Alejandro, five. I think there's six. There's five. There's five. There's five. Right. So make the New Year's six bowls, the opening round of the playoffs. One ten two. I mean, yeah, one ten two nine. The thing is, also, you would think that oh, Alabama versus whoever the the hell was the tenth seed, like Michigan State. Michigan State. Oh, like. I think people will watch that. I mean, it's it. it I would. It, you would watch that, right? Because, I mean, it's still the playoffs. It's one versus, even though it's one versus 10, it's kind of, did we get anything better on one versus four in Cincinnati? But at least Alabama, if they're going to win a championship, they have to go through the 10. They got to go through, how many rounds would that be? If they do one through 10, that's five games. You would go down to five. Three? Three rounds? Three. Would that I think that would be three rounds, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I just I feel 30. like having that extra round might create a little bit more thing. What's that? I'm looking for this big word. I know it, but I just can't think of it. Uh more variety. Um more mumbo jumbo. That, that's not the word, but <laughs> like that. Uh, uh. But uh, does that does that make sense or am I just kind of being No, I got you. Like you're so you're saying like there would be more like play. There'd be like better play across the board. Like the New Year's because I see where you're coming from, like and a lot of people f- feel this way where the New Year's six bowls don't matter anymore. Like bowl games don't matter anymore. A lot of people feel that way. But I argue the other side of that because they do matter. Like Baylor, for instance, won the Sugar Bowl this past weekend. The Sugar Cotton, I think it was Sugar. Sugar Bowl this past weekend against Ole Miss. And they had never won the Sugar Bowl before. Or they hadn't won it since like the 50s. One of those two. That means a lot to that program. Like, that's a big game. Is it winning a championship? No. But it's a big game. But here's the thing, though. If they're in the top 10, right? They ended up in the top 10? Yeah. So... 
they could have still been in the Sugar Bowl. The Sugar Bowl would just would have been the first round playoff game. They win that, they technically still win the Sugar Bowl. Just like whoever wins the Rose Bowl, yeah, playoff, like eat your cake you still... and, and yeah, eat your cake and have it too, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. it. Because I mean, that's I I I don't see any problem with that. I mean, I know it's not the traditional because you know the Pac-12 versus Big Ten yeah. kind of deal, but. I think it's even better because it's like it gives an opportunity for a team outside of that specific conference. And even then, if they decide to do, if they want to do the playoffs, the whole first round is the New York six bowls. No, there's six bowls. Okay. I let you fools deceive me. There's six because it's, that's why it's called new Year's six. There's six games. So it'd be the top 12 teams. I only saw five this year. AM <laughs> deceived me. Because I thought because I th- I thought the same thing. Like I, I looked it up and I was like, why do they call it the New York in New Year's six? And there was five games this year. Um, I don't know. Maybe one I of them was canceled. But, <laughs> but they could still do or if they want, you know, typically, you know, they have their Rose Bowl is the Pac twelve versus Big Ten. Instead of doing one versus twelve, two versus whatever, they could do this is the playoffs, first round of playoffs. Pac-12 winner versus Big Ten winner. Boom, that's the Rose Bowl. Sugar Bowl is usually, I think, SEC. I think SEC versus Big 12. SEC winner, Alabama, goes against Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. Boom, that's their playoff matchup, et cetera, et cetera. Keep going on. College football playoff committee, college football NCAA. This is free advice here. You don't have to pay me for this. <laughs> Just letting you all know. This is some good ideas spinning out right here. Five or six like games, AM. It's it's six. It's the Peach Bowl, Cotton Bowl. Who played this year? Who did I miss? Uh, I don't know. You missed one game on one of the. You, you probably missed had... the the Michigan State one because so the Peach Bowl was the thirtieth, the Cotton Bowl thirty uh, first. The Peach Bowl was okay. played earlier. Yeah, yeah, I did watch the Michigan State, but it was the night before against Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. usually. They like to do three on New Year's Eve, three on New Year's Day. So, ah, okay. Well, they did five this year on New Year's Day and one on yeah. New Year's Eve. Um, I hear where you're coming from. And if you were to listen to that and just like cut that bit out and listen to that, it makes a lot of sense. You know, like just take the, the New, York, New Year's Six, make them the first round. Totally agree. It makes a ton of sense. I, I I lean on Tim Tebow of all people who said this a couple years ago that I love. He said, if you start adding playoff spots, then it makes the games mean less because what that means, I know you're making that face because mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, you know, you still, you still got to win to get to the top and all that. But if you think about it like this, if there's 10 playoff slots and number 10 here has two losses, if you're getting to the, the college football playoffs right now, if you have one loss, you got a shot. Like Notre Dame is sitting right outside with one loss, and Cincinnati made it in with no losses. So it it takes away that value where it's like, oh, you know, if we if 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 uh, Alabama loses to an A and M and then they go on and lose to an Auburn in the Iron Bowl, which I believe they almost did this year, um, they're still fine. They still make the college football playoff, and then they're the best team, so they still go on. But it, it makes it mean less, and teams like Cincinnati it means so much more to be top four than top 10. You know, even if that that's my point of view. And also, once you do something like that, you can't undo it. 
And so I like the New Year's New Year Six Bowls because they have value built into them. Like they already mean so much to people. Like I explained with the Baylor win, like that means a lot to that program. If it was a college football playoff win, sure, it would mean more. But with that logic, why don't we just do a tournament of all 25 teams? Why don't we? Why don't we do a March Madness? Uh, because it's football and that'll take too long. I I mean, it would take a couple extra weeks, sure. But if you have everybody playing each other, you cut in half every time. So it'd take a couple extra weeks. But you could technically do it. So that's that's where it's like, okay, once you do it, you can't undo it. And then where does it stop? I, I think I think maybe New Year's all the New Year's Six Bowls, that's a little much because that's 12 teams. But I do believe as far I see what he's saying about the the games won't mean as much but i think if you do at least power five power five conferences conference winners automatically get in i think that's still if you do something of that variation i think the games still mean a lot because you still have to try to win your conference championship because you could get to the conference championship game but if you lose you're out so all the conference champions would move on is what you're saying, and that'd be five, and then there'd be a sixth one. Maybe if y'all if they want to do like six, if they want to do like have to do small, six. small and small expansion, like what the minimum expansion would be from four six. to six. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't see I don't see a problem. I feel like that's the best of both worlds. The games will still matter because obviously Texas A and M. If you're playing at Texas A and M. You got Alabama in your division, in your conference, and you can't. The games still matter because you have to win every single one of them. Because Al, you know Alabama's maybe losing one game, maybe losing yeah. one game, and so the games still matter. Um, I know that's very specific to one situation. It might not be the same for everywhere else. I mean, um, the Big Ten championship game mm-hmm. uh, wasn't it? Who was it? Michigan versus who played in it that? Was Michigan Ohio State? For the championship game, mm-hmm. that's what I remember. Might have been, was it? Was it Michigan Ohio State? Double check me. No, Pretty sure. No. Well, they came yeah. off championship weekend, and that's why Michigan made it in is because they had the huge win over Ohio State. On their last Michigan had week. lost. Michigan had lost to Michigan State. Ohio State lost to Michigan. So, Alejandro, double check me. I do watch Big Ten. I know he is Alex Big Ten declare, so I don't know why. I'm even trying I, to question him. It's just I'm just trying to get it right because I remember, I remember the big ordeal that uh, Jim Harbaugh finally beat Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. I just yeah once because they always face each other the last week of the year, so I don't remember the big ordeal about beating them twice in the span of mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah, well, you have is, to double check me because I think you're right. Now that I think more. It's taking I'm not way sure too played. long. I I look. I need you Was it Iowa? Yeah, it was Iowa. Michigan? Michigan. Yes, because Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State are all in the same uh, division. Division. So they so, all beat so, up. Yeah, so it right. even applies to Michigan and Ohio State. Every game matters because that last game is Michigan versus Ohio State. They're always one and two. Whoever wins, yeah. moves on to the, to the championship game. So I feel like that would be the best of both worlds, in my opinion, where you have five of the champions and then one just at large, whoever is so the best team outside of that. Is, I guess is the goal say. of yours then to 
increase the level of competition change like change the champions like add some more like variety to who has a shot at being a champion or like what is the goal of expanding the playoffs uh add an extra game for if you're gonna so if it's adding an extra game then i'm all for it yeah that's 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 what i think needs to happen two games i mean obviously entertainment it's just entertainment alabama and georgia they're the best of the best but if you add one game in there one more game in there who knows what can happen? Who knows what kind yeah, of any given Saturday or Sunday, whatever you want yeah, to say. Because that's the thing about the NFL. I know it's not the same. They're all professionals in the end of the day, but yeah, it's any given Sunday. Uh, you can, if you have to go, how many times have we seen these wild card teams, you know, went went out on the road and stuff, and you know, get get to the Super Bowl and sometimes win the Super Bowl. Stuff like that. And I think that's able to happen because you have more games. There's a wild card, divisional. You got three games and then the Super Bowl. So four mm-hmm. games, you have to win four games in a row to win to win it all. So that's my thing. Maybe in the college football playoffs, since it's just two games and you win the whole thing, it's just it's too easy. But I don't want to give them – I don't want to say it's too easy as in like, you know – Alabama and Georgia, you know, they're not, it's too easy for them. Like, obviously it's not easy, but I feel like it'll be, there'll be more variety, more, uh, more different surprises. I guess you could say different surprises add in one more where they have to win in order to win the championship. You have to win three games in a row. So if I'm, I mean, if entertainment value is the goal, I'm, I'm with you, like absolutely add another game. The problem is, is that like everything else is against you. So, you know, the, I love the NFL comparison, but let's be honest, like the, the level of competition is not equal across all conferences. We witnessed that this weekend, like on display, Michigan, the best team in the Big Ten playing Georgia, the best team in the SEC losing. Well, not by record, the best team, but we can all. Yeah, agree. but the, I, I feel like you I don't like comparing this year because it's such an anomaly. OK, if we go, go to last year, it would have been nice to see AM and Notre Dame duke it out. You know what I, I mean? I agree. Like, and, and we get shafted every year with bowl games. Like, I'm with you. Like, we never play in an interesting bowl game. We've played uh, Wake Forest like three out of five years or some shit. And they were plays with Rutgers, who's five and seven. They got in there on an academic, some sort of academic mm-hmm. backdoor, side door deal. I'm with you. The issue is, is that it doesn't add any difference to the end result i think and all you're doing is just like creating more like you're creating entertainment which i love i think it will i think it i think i don't you, it, i think if you add in an, an extra game to where the champion has to win three games in a row you won't be seeing alabama and georgia win it every year sure not every year yeah you add another game another variable for like players to get injured or you know, somebody do something abnormal, you know, blown coverages, whatever it is. Like, I agree with you. Not every year. But it's not like the NFL. Like, we're not going to see, like last year, Ohio State is number 10, or Iowa State is number 10, and Alabama's number one. Like, we know what's going to happen there. Okay, like, it, it, Georgia's number nine last year. You got Florida, Cincinnati. Another thing is, what you were saying is all, like, five, one of each conference okay, we have Alabama, but then Georgia, like, okay, Georgia's 
better than Notre Dame or better than Oklahoma. Yeah, that's why they the, the they would whoever the obviously the college football playoff committee would determine. I think I just did the thing in my head right now. We in order to for them to do three games and then you win, you would have to actually have eight teams in the playoffs. So five, five after that. After the conference champions, the college football playoff committee determines the three best teams. After that, I know it's still the same BS where if you're not right now, if you're not in the top four, you get shafted. I mean, somebody's always going to get shafted no matter how much you expand it. But I, I just think it, I just think one, I think it will create a little bit more variety. Two, entertainment, great, you know the money's there because if you get more schools involved, obviously more people will be involved in watching it and whatnot. Um, it does kind of suck on the players aspect, you know, adding in another game um, to their postseason, So that kind of sucks. Um, but I feel like it's still every game matters because you want to lock up an automatic spot, just like in um, that's why the tournaments, for March Madness, for the conference, uh, the conference championship tournaments in March Madness means so much because that locks up. You know, you win that tournament, you get an automatic bid into the March Madness. Which without that, some of these teams, some teams would not be able to get into the tournament. Um. So, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think uh, it'll, I'd love it will, more games. I it, just don't think competitiveness would increase. I think, I think, I think it might, I, I think it might, I mean, it, look, dude, as far as competitive competitiveness goes, you can't get worse than, you know, what we've been having, dude, these semifinals just yes, aren't, you can, you, you know, you can't, you okay, can't. here, let me give you, let me give you the conference champions from this year. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Pac-12 Utah, number 17 Utah. They beat Oregon 38-10, and Oregon was number 10. Your Big 12 champion, Baylor, number 9, which I think Baylor's a good team, especially this year. They were 2-12 or something last year, 2-11, whatever it was. Um, SEC, Alabama beat Georgia. Big 10, Michigan beat Iowa. Uh, and then ACC, you have number 15 Pitt beat number 16 Wake Forest. So... You're losing me with Pitt. You're losing me with anything Pac-12 because they're just not relevant right now. Like it's just, it's not. It's going to be worse competitiveness-wise. So putting an SEC team up against a Pac-12 champion, like it's just not going to work. Like it's going to be the same result. I think. Yeah, I, I think you're right. But all it takes is one year for a team just have a serendipitous run where where they yeah. just happen happen just. To fucking win a game that nobody thought they would win, and yeah. buy it. like it just takes that one year to justify. And I no, mean, if if Cincinnati had won this year, they would have done it already. Like yeah. it would have been confirmed this morning, because that's how the NCAA is, dude. We went what seven overtimes, and it was a total anomaly, and they changed all the rules. So the <laughs> that's the NCAA, dude. They changed I mean, rules like it's nothing. Think about it. The first year the college football playoff was put into place. Semifinal game number one versus Alabama. Number one Alabama versus number Ohio State. Ohio State beats Alabama, goes on to win the Natty, and that that was like the perfect like example. 
example of to happen when it does when they expand this playoffs same thing's gonna happen some non-top four team is gonna win that first year and it's gonna be like see this is why we should have expanded the playoff yeah as long as that uh you know that non-power five team has ezekiel elliott putting up 250 plus yards throughout his two games in college football playoff i mean most by running back I mean, I think it was broken this past weekend, actually. um, But I don't know. I I, I think I would like to see it. I think it'll help. I mean, obviously, it's Alabama. They're not. It's the Alabama Invitational. They're not going anywhere. But I think I think it could. That's the thing. Everybody hates dynasties until they're gone. And then they say it's boring. There's no dynasty. There's nobody to beat. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm not hating on the Alabama. I love, I love Nick Saban, dude. God, do I love watching them play. Oh, it's how you play football, man. That is how you play football. Is Nick Saban in the Alabama way. It's a, that's a well-oiled machine. I can't hate on it. I mean, it just sucks. We actually have to face them like once a year, every year. That kind of blows, but I mean, it is what it is. I'm with you on the Big Ten hate, the Big 12 hate, all that, Pac-12 hate, because they don't play the competition level competition we do. And if they did, I think we'd be looking at a different playoff. There'd be a lot of SEC. And I think it'll be a different conversation about who has the best conference, et cetera, et cetera. If you get, let's, let's not, I'm not trying to make excuses or anything, but I'm sorry, but SEC teams really don't care about bowl games, period. Like New Year's Six Bowl. If they're not in the college football playoffs, SEC teams don't care about New Year's Six Bowls. We've seen it before happen many times. Ole Miss just lost to Baylor. Not trying to take anything away from Baylor, but Ole Miss lost to Baylor. I remember, uh, when was it when Texas lost? Who who did Texas beat? Kansas. Like, no. <laughs> when uh, Ellinger was like, we're back. They beat, a, they beat an SEC team. I know that for sure. Can't remember which one. Um, and then you got... I feel like every Sugar Bowl, the SEC team just kind of Georgia. Like, they beat Georgia. There you go. I just feel I beat it, you. I, I feel like, in the, especially in the Sugar Bowl, because it's always Big Twelve versus SEC. No way, no how, nowhere is any, Big Twelve anywhere near the talent, the the level that SEC is at. But yet they're beating them in the Sugar Bowl every year. It's just because SEC teams don't care. But if you expand it eight teams you know you really get these inner conference you know it's not going to be oh alabama versus whoever we're going to see like a texas a&m versus a um let's just say uh i don't know big Forest, oregon oregon (laughs) texas a&m versus oregon you know some you know some nice matchups like that but where it matters where it actually matters and so that that's another reason I would like to see that. I would like to see, cause you know, most of the time these bowl games, especially nowadays, more as the years, they latter matter less and less. So eventually that's why I think this playoff system is going to be installed because you, you just have to make it matter. And it's every year that goes by, it's just less and less and less. Yeah, I agree. Eventually, they'll make the expansion. I just hope they do it in the right way. And not all conferences are born equal, dude. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, that's true. But, I mean, who wouldn't like to see Pitt 
get roughed up by, I don't know, Oklahoma State or something. I don't know. I like the bowl games. I do. I don't want them to ever do away with the bowl games. It's so unique to college football is bowl games and bowl game season. Like that's so unique. Just like March Madness is unique to college basketball. Like that's a marketing like unique thing about that. March Madness is actually dope. Bowl games. I mean, I like bowl games. I have I have a dream of going to a Rose Bowl game. I would love to go to a Rose Bowl game. I think it would be so cool. So, yeah, I I'd love to go around all the different bowl games. I think it'd be so cool. So bowl games are just they're they're whatever they're they're meaningless. Honestly, if you really think about it, they're meaningless. I mean, yeah, Utah Ohio State was crazy. Fireworks. Such a hater over I'm, here. I'm not telling you how it is. I don't know what it is. Love, you're just so fascinated and love with this with these bowl games and I'm, I'm i'm just on the other end of the spectrum where i just i don't care i see the rose bowl the rose bowl night it's nice they make the field look nice and all but i it doesn't Shit like what, this, why yeah. does it it doesn't matter ohio nice. ohio state won the rose bowl against utah okay cool big deal okay it was a great game it was i mean it was you could have had that great game in the uh, first round of the playoffs you know how you know how crazier that would have been now? Now that would have been great. I, I think what I'm in a losing battle here because you're saying let's make this product better by adding it. To, let's add more elements of risk to each team. It's like, okay, yeah, that'll make it more desirable. Absolutely. I just think preserving the bowl games is important because if it just becomes the first round of the playoffs, then what's the difference between the NFL playoffs and the college football playoffs? The players, the teams. It's the same format, same thing. It's not March Madness where like, you know, people are, what, what, what's the, I looked up a stat. There's like a male surgery that is the most done the first week. Look that up, Am. It's the, it's a male surgery. The first week of March Madness, the first weekend of March Madness is the most popular time to get this surgery. So people can sit on their ass. I think it's like, it's something with your balls. Like they do something with your balls and it's so that you sit on your ass and you just watch March Madness. Like bowl season's the same way for me, man. It's just it's just a part of the sport, and I love it. Yeah, if you make it, vasectomy, yeah, and it's like it's what what's the stat? Thirty percent more vasectomies during the first week of March Madness. Thirty percent more in the first week because <laughs> guys just want to sit down and watch sports. March Madness, dude. Bowl season. It's like it, it's it's fun to say. It's fun to like be a part of. It's fun to watch. Like. You know, the granddaddy of them all like that, all that part, the tradition is important. And just saying, you know, eventually this will just be the first round of the playoffs. It's kind of like, man, all right. be the Rose Bowl, just first. Round but of it's playoffs. not. That's what I'm saying. Like, can you tell me the two bowls that the semifinal games are? Uh, it was the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. OK, there you go. Most people can't do that. Most people just say a semifinal. But they they alternate through the bowls anyway, so like we're, we're gonna go through the Rose Bowl probably next year anyway. So what is? It there's just, no I, Rose, There's I'm technically saying, no Rose Bowl next year. How do I put this in an analogy? So like I, I understand what you're saying because like, like you devalue it's, it's, it, it's, like it's, it's it devalues. Tra- it's, it's the tradition. It's what's unique to that specific sport. The thing is, you use March Madness. Yes, March Madness is dope. But the thing about March Madness, too, you ultimately see who is the best team at the end. The 
well, I mean, you kind of there is. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're too. arguing competitiveness, then I I don't see your argument. I don't get it. Like, sure, one every ten playoff matchups, like there'll be somebody that beats Alabama because there's a blown. I mean, unlikely, but it's not going to change. The, it's not March Madness. Like, you know, March Madness is designed where like Duke will go out in the semifinals and it's like, oh shit, Duke went out or Gonzaga or whoever else. Like, that's a big deal. Football, it, it's like, it's it's different. It's a different sport. Like, it's not it's not as volatile as basketball. Like, some guys get hot that are not, haven't get hot all season. They're just nailing threes. Like, that's March Madness. In, in football, it's like, you know, it's just, I don't know. You devalue I, it. The competitiveness just, doesn't change. The entertainment value goes up. I'm with it. Just devalues the bulls and it kind of just makes it more the same. Yeah. I mean, I don't value the bulls. Who cares about the bulls? I mean, Bill, that's the difference between you and I is because you actually value the, the Rose bowl, the granddaddy of them all. And I'm just I think like, it's sick. I love watching the Rose bowl. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's cool, I guess, but it's just like, I mean, I just, I just, I want, I want some. Y'all didn't watch it in the hood. Y'all didn't watch the Rose Bowl in the hood. That's what it's got to be. Well, first of all, let's not get it twisted. There was y'all didn't have a TV in the hood. <laughs> nah, it was different back in the day because there was no football playoff. Remember, so it was just number one, number two in the whatever poll it was. You get to go to the oh the computer, the computer ranking, whatever the BCS. That's, there we go. Yeah, BCS. Uh, so I mean. I would say more in those days, the Bulls did like where they mattered more. They were important. They were important, but now it's just... Because they've been devalued. And the thing is, it's also because they've been devalued by the teams that are going to those Bulls too. Well, yeah, if you're if you're missing out and you go for a bowl game, which is the fifth and sixth place plan or whatever... Like that's not you want to play against the first place team. Like that's natural competitiveness. I don't agree with you saying like Ole Miss doesn't care about you know beating Baylor. I think not they that always, they don't not that they don't care because it all but, matters into recruiting. Like if Baylor beats Ole Miss, like that's not good for their recruiting. Not really, because when Georgia got beat by Texas a couple, it's Texas that that didn't hurt their. Also, that team that team probably had a record number of seniors or something along those lines is I, what look, I can imagine. I'm just saying, I, it just follows the pattern of that Sugar Bowl and Big Twelve beating old uh, SEC every single year, randomly every for some year. reason. Let's check that. And yeah, it's weird, dude. It's 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 a. Remember Oklahoma beat somebody. Shit, Oklahoma beat Alabama like back in the, the what was his name? The quarterback <laughs> we had AJ A&M. McCarron. No, the quarterback we had at AM. Knight, Trevor Knight. Trevor Knight. Knight. Oklahoma Trevor Knight. Yeah, they beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Um what what you got? What nothing? No, I, I mean I'm looking. So let's start in 2015. Ohio State beat Alabama. Ole Miss beat Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma beat Auburn. Alabama beat Clemson. Texas beat Georgia. Georgia beat Baylor. Ohio State beat Clemson. And then Baylor oh, because it's 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 different because it's cycles. yeah, it's cycles. It's, uh, college but football playoffs. I mean, 
I'll give it to you. Yeah, like it, you know, it does happen more often, probably in that bowl. Just I'm Sounds here for the head extra head playoff head. games. I yeah, just, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, I wouldn't be. I'm excited for NFL NFL playoffs. That'll be fun. Yes, it will. I guess we could talk about more about that on on the Thursday pod. Um, yeah, we should have pretty good idea. Uh, tonight is Big Ben's last home game. Supposedly, that'll be cool. That's uh, are you a Big Ben guy? Are you a Big Ben hater? Big Ben with the agility of a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I like Big Ben. Big Ben's a good player. He dealt with Antonio Brown for however long. Man, what an episode! Yeah, yeah, I know. I just realized by my stomach because we've been on here for so long. That- oh, oh. Oh, it's da- it's David's hungry time too, fans. It's well, if you want to follow David on Twitter at Cowboy Canella, follow myself at Alex Claire. Follow AM. Is it it's underscore Mister underscore bombastic? Yeah, you have to work on that one. No, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to be saying that every time. <laughs> it's Mister Bombastic. It's Mister Bombastic. Uh, sliced apples pod on Twitter. Every other social media handle is going to be sliced apples podcast. That's Instagram and TikTok. If you haven't heard, we're on TikTok. You should go check out our TikTok. Got some pretty good clips up there. Um, yeah, Tyler, congratulations on winning. We'll get him on soon and do an episode. That'll be a good time. So, other than that, dude, that's everything I got. <laughs>